Welcome to the PWO WrestleCast. As always, I'm your host, Matt. With me, you know him, you love him. It's Ryan Alvarez. <laughs> oh, Chicago sucks. <laughs> I don't know if that's related to anything that we were just talking about or something, else, but I think it fits for several. Um, and oh, back, by popular demand, it's Pat. I think I mainly just have Pat here to eventually tell me to shut up when we get done talking about our first set of results. Actually, I'm ready to talk about that. Yeah. I'm so, pumped. So we good? We go? Like I like your Ricky Stark shirt. I do. Thank you. I yeah, I'm like going to focus this here for a second. Yeah. This is um, from nationalwrestlingalliance.com. Um, this would be his uh, crocodile... Yep, crocodile leather is my pleasure shirt. I, um, I now immediately wish that there was a Ricky Sharks t-shirt where it is him as a shark. Don't worry, he'll be he'll be dropping the um opening puck here at a San Jose Sharks game soon under that moniker. Oh I hope so. That'll be great. All right, guys, you're being too positive gotta change the mood here because this show is called the good the bad and the very ugly and we're starting with the very ugly okay oh what you didn't like it oh look money in the bank garnered a lot of goodwill we recorded our review of that while raw was going on and thank god for monday night raw and our first review session that uh things didn't hit the fan when uh, when we were still recording because, dear God, I would have ruined two shows. I would have done that one and this one. So, look, Cena's back. We get a promo. Cool. Um, I, there's something else that happened before all the horribleness that happened. Um, oh, we have the announcement of Charlotte, Rhea Ripley, round a bajillion. <laughs> Main didn't, event. Didn't, didn't care. Main didn't event. care. Main but event. then but then I cared. As soon as they said it was the main event for like the 40th time this year, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> Something's coming. Yeah, which was cool. But also I don't want to see Charlotte and Rhea Ripley fight anymore. Anymore. Ever. Separate them immediately. Oh, there was the other return that I forgot to put in our notes. But go ahead. You talking about the 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 one that I'm about to start on or Maybe. Go ahead. I'm about to talk about Keith Lee. Nope. Before that. Well, then you you talk about that one before I go on this Keith Lee rant I'm about to go on. Wait, or was that Friday? It was Friday. Never mind. Go ahead. Talking about Finn Balor up? Yeah, it was, it was Friday. Yeah, a bunch of people showed up on SmackDown. We'll talk about that probably once they do more things on SmackDown on Monday. The moderately better show of the two. Um, uh, but yeah. That's um, like... But that's but that's like swimming in a pool of piss. Wait, 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 wait. When you come, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. All right. That's like swimming in a pool of piss. But then when you come up to breathe, there's like turds floating on the surface. So it it doesn't care. It doesn't matter. Ryan is uh, in an aggressive mood tonight, and I love it. Yeah, right now I am. I think I think Monday kind of frustrated us, and I think it definitely deserves. Oh, great. It. Uh, so Bobby Lashley has an open challenge at first. At for the WWE title, and who should answer it in Texas? Keith Lee is back. It's a huge surprise. You wouldn't have known it because you know it's that generic music they have for him instead of just like his limitless stuff that he. Hey, wait, Why are we? Why are we skipping all this important stuff, like Jackson Riker beating Elias in the in the Symphony of Destruction match? Because it's not. Okay. I'm here to talk about three things and then never talk about Raw until, God forbid, I have to do it again. They've urged me this week. I'm sorry. I'm angry. They brought back Keith Lee to face Bobby Lashley 
out of nowhere in Texas, like 10 Ooh. to 15 miles from his hometown. Ooh, you think he was going to win? Come on, man. Oh, well, Do you think this is AEW? Yeah. Did, did I think he was going to look horrible in the match? No. But also, why have Keith Lee returned just to lose to Bobby Lashley? Gotta use his contract somehow. Like, how long do you think this match went? Um, God, I want to tell you, it felt like five minutes. It was just under six. Keith Lee looked not great in this. He didn't get, in my opinion, anywhere near enough offense. If you were gonna do this, just have Keith Lee squash some other common bad guy that's a squashable bad guy. You're going to hear me talk about this again later as well. Speaking of squashable. Well, like I said, we got to get there. But, like, what was the point of this? Mm-hmm. All just for Goldberg to come out. Mm-hmm. Like the rumors. We all knew it was coming. And, like, I was at terms with this, okay? Once you bring Keith Lee into this just to get squashed, to set up Goldberg, uh, you know what they would call Keith Keith Lee in a situation like like this? Collateral damage. And I know I said on the prediction show that Goldberg only has one contractually obligated match this this year. Were you wrong? That doesn't mean he can't win <laughs> and just not defend the title for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Lordy, lordy, lordy. I love this shit, man. <laughs> oh, crap. I need to oh, yeah. This wasn't even the worst thing that happened on Raw. No. Legitimately, no, not even close. You know what? That's crazy. Goldberg showing back up and getting another world title shot isn't the worst thing that happened on a Raw. It's crazy. We get the debut of Karrion Cross. Officially on Monday Night Raw. Fall and pray. No Fall smoke. And pray without no his facts. wife and without any theatrical entrance. Like you, you stripped him away so he looked like generic white bald guy, twenty five. <laughs> like nobody would care if you look at him. He's just some guy walking down the ring. Like still not, still him, not like, the worst pop. part. They st- oh, I know. We gotta get. Like I said, we gotta get there. But, like, they just have him standing there. So you don't even get, like, a pop of him walking out. He's just, like, <sighs> like, so, you completely you... cucked him from the very beginning. So when you bring up your NXT champion. He, with he, the belt. He with us- the belt. You just call squash. him Mike Canales already. He usually squashes somebody, right? And that's what we all thought was going to happen. And then Jeff Hardy comes out, and no more words, and everyone's so happy. It's the theme song everyone loves for some reason. So can I just stop you here really quick? Because I heard that, and I legitimately loved that theme for him. It was always my favorite Jeff Jeff Hardy theme, um, other than than the actual Hardy Boys theme. Now, that was at this point in time. (laughs) How, How much has life changed in the past 48 hours for that? Um, does anybody want to take a guess at how long this match went? A minute and 30 seconds. You're close. It's a minute and 40 seconds. So 100 seconds. Do you know why I know that? Because WWE put a minute and 10 seconds of it on Twitter right after Jeff Hardy hits the twist of fate. Mm. That's how I knew. That's how I knew. Yeah. <laughs> so. You get Jeff Hardy, and it's no more words, and people are apparently losing their minds on Twitter because it's Jeff Hardy, and it's back, and it's the theme, and he deserves one more title reign. And if you're a longtime listener of this show, you know I don't care about Jeff Hardy, and you know I don't think this guy should have another world title reign because what's the point if we're not going to build new stars? Whatever. So he beats, he beats Karrion Cross. In a minute and 40 seconds, because he cheats. The face cheats to beat your undefeated, never-pinned NXT champion. So let me just also jump on the bandwagon here. Um, he uh, Jeff Hardy won by not only cheating, 
but using the deadliest move in all of WWE. A roll-up. <laughs> a roll-up with his feet on the ropes. With his feet on the ropes. So, like... Listen, he put his feet on the ropes. I was like, I was like, oh, come on. And then it happened. I was like, oh, my God. When was the last time that something like this happened? I, Seriously. I, I generally don't understand. I generally uh... don't Santino rolling up Umaga, maybe the most. No, because at least he had a distraction from Bobby Lashley, and the match went about five minutes. But that would be like the most comparable, like, wow, did you really just kill this dude's momentum type of. I mean, look, he is the charismatic enigma. He's a uh, I agree. I agree with Matt Hardy. Oh man, I'm going why, out. Why isn't Jeff Hardy the NXT champion now? Well, you know, true. It's true. Guys, you're missing you're missing well, the obvious hey, thing here. Un- unfortunately for Jeff, unlike Matt, where he can work in a place with a forbidden door and win championships in other companies, I guess Jeff's not allowed to win the NXT title. I'm going to say one last thing, and then we should move on before I get uh, at stake here. Can we talk about Jackson Riker? Uh, no. No. Why would we? There's no reason to. It's not bad. worth it. Uh, no. Pat, are, you you saying, are you saying his baby face pu- uh, push is not working? No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> well, here's what I'm getting at here. Uh, guys, if you guys didn't watch uh, Money in the Bank, clearly you have to get a DUI to win a championship. So Jeff Hardy getting sober apparently killed that. Speaking of people who win those champions, Nikki A.S.H. is your new women's champion. She's a DUI. She's just great. I hate the superhero thing, though. I am so happy for her, and I feel so bad that she is having to do this giving when she's gone over. Listen, they had to do this to try and make you forget about the last two hours and 50 minutes of your life. And you know you know I feel bad for the live for the live crowd because they because what they typically do is and I'm and I'm assuming they did this as well is they do like um you know like you know like a pay per view and like the next night like together. Imagine if you just watched do you do you say they got do I win a title and on Monday night you're like eh they're gonna forget all about it because they're on SmackDown. No, they make it way worse. There wasn't a single good thing about this show. I sat through the entire three hours, people, okay? I sat through because I wanted to see what Cena said. He opened up. I was like, okay, I'll drink and have at least a fun time mocking this shit show. But then it just continuously got worse. (sighs) To Matt's original question, what are we doing on Monday nights? And not to mention, they're getting caught in the ratings. They are close to getting caught. Uh, Dynamite beat them in the uh, 18 to 49. Oh, son. I don't know, man. I I, I don't. What doesn't doesn't make any sense is Rhea won the match over Charlotte. That by disqualification, yeah, they don't so, know how to book her. So, I'm, I'm honestly convinced. I mean, like, Charlotte had already beat her twice. Why did she have to beat her on Monday? She didn't. So, well. So who's the number one contender? Now that Rhea Ripley who beat who Charlotte. Is my answer. I can tell you who it's not going to be. It's, it's not going to be Naomi, who just got moved to SmackDown. It's going to be whoever wins the Queen of the Ring. I believe it when it actually happens. To me, it sounds just like the Evolution 2 uh, rumors. It's going to happen. They like the show, and then Triple H was like, well, we already did that. Um. All right, we, we got to move on. We got to move to NXT. We gave this way too much time. We did. We did. <laughs> Apparently, I've been holding in a lot of frustration for a couple of days here. Uh, all right, guys, we're changing up the format here a little bit. I'm going to run through all the results, and then we'll talk about 
Um, NXT starts off with Joe calling out Karrion uh, Cross, and we also get Isaiah Lee vignette hyping up her main event match for the uh, women's title. Uh, Bobby Fish and Kushida defeat Diamond Mind, team of uh, Tyler Rust and Roddy Strong. Frankie Monet, for some reason, my phone autocorrected that to Frankly Monet, uh, defeated JC Jane. Mandy Rose, watch this one. Kyle O'Reilly defeats Austin Theory. Um, Mariachi Madness. <laughs> uh, we had the Gaudel Fantasma celebrating and Hit Row came out and then they murdered uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Wild. I, I don't know anymore. Joaquin Phoenix is the actor. Yeah, you're right. The way is falling apart. The, the way is falling apart as we see uh, Indy Hartwell's tired of them getting involved in her love life. Uh, Austin Theory gets left without a high five. Odyssey Jones defeats Andre Chase in their first round match for the breakout tournament. Drake Maverick defeated L.A. Knight with a little bit of shenanigans. Raquel Gonzalez defeated Zaya Lee. And Karrion Cross answers Samoa Joe by taking out William Regal to end the show. Um, I'm not sure if this was done for this taping specifically or for their later tapings. Uh, NXT is going to be on sci-fi here in the coming weeks during the Olympics. So they've taped ahead already. They've had to redo several tapings involving Karrion Cross due to fans chanting Jeff Hardy towards him. Um, <laughs> and uh, apparently they had... Uh, so, let, can I go in on this? Wait, wait, wait. Can I go? I have to go in on this. Wait, wait, wait. Give, let, give me just two seconds. Give me just two seconds. I'm going to let you, okay? Yeah, let him finish and then so, go in. One fan detail then, NXT crew member encouraged them to stay past the end of the tapings because there was a surprise. They even lied to us and said something special was going to happen so we wouldn't leave. One source said, a crew member told me the show wasn't over. When we tried to leave, he told us there was a surprise. And then they just retaped the segment with Karrion Cross. Okay. This show got a 709,000 uh, for the rating. Let me, so... That right there, Cross having to get some free shot because of Jeff Hardy chance is why WWE smarks deserve everything that Vince McMahon gets them. And I hate them. If you think this product is good and you're trolling NXT, the only product that is good under that WWE moniker. You deserve all the crappy storylines and half pushes and killed in the middle stories and fired people that you love. Silverstead, Playmate of the Year. That's a that's a baseball reference. Uh -huh. <laughs> you didn't. I didn't, didn't look like you got it. Um, I was just letting you roll. <laughs> no, no, but really, like. The the top heel you have in NXT, you're trolling him as a fan base. Fuck you. Big fuck you to the WWE marks. That's why you don't deserve nice things. And I'm happy you're stuck with the bullshit television you get every week. <laughs> it is the demo god, Pat Lily. For real. Hey, turn me up in your headphones. You deserve it, you motherfuckers. Yeah, let's um, let's move on to the fucking worthwhile talk. Uh, well, there is some things talking about wanna, NXT that were good. Yeah, I do want to touch on a couple of things if I if if I may. Yeah, go um, ahead. I I I actually enjoyed the opening tag match, um, Bobby Fish and Kushida against the Diamond Mine. Um, questionable booking, in my opinion. Um, Bobby Fish is kind of there to eat it but uh, but i but i'm fine with the overall result i think that this continues the storyline and eventually we will get kushida versus roddy one-on-one -on -one, whether it's for the title or not who knows um frankie monet continues to be a sloppy body in the ring um i don't know what what happened between impact where she was a serviceable upper mid card to now she's in NXT. I don't think any of her matches have looked above above average. 
Um, she seems to not be moving as quick in the ring as she once has. Um, she seems like she's lost a step, honestly. And that might be because she's getting fed jobbers every other week and she can't work up to her opponents. I don't know. Um, but that was probably one of my lower moments on the show. Um, go ahead. Here's my theory on that. I think Frankie, we've, we've talked about this before, where I think Frankie Monet is a serviceable worker. Um, mm-hmm. I think she stood out in Impact Wrestling because I think she was a top dog in Impact Wrestling. Uh, but if you look at NXT women roster, even the people who they're just slowly like starting to push, uh, I think they are just as good, if not above. Io Shirai, Saray, I think Zoe Stark is incredible. Um, although I know some people have differing opinions on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my whole thing with this is, what are we doing with Mandy Rose? What is the official word? Is she down? Is she up? She is making a stable. She's a she, slow burn. Mean girls? Of mean girls that she's going to have on one of the main rosters. I hope that's the case. It's, it's, it is going to be the case. Just watch. I hope it is. Yeah. Um, but I... If 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 she wasn't on TV next week is what I'm saying, or if she was off TV for a couple of weeks, you would you would you would probably forget about her. Like uh, she's doing nothing memorable at the moment. Is she doing and I'm not anything memorable? Oh, I don't even I don't know about Mandy. As I say, has Mandy yeah. done anything memorable since Otis? Well, her too. I mean, uh, she had the thing at WrestleMania. Line. Well, after that, she what had, thing well, at WrestleMania? Slipping. No, Oh, oh yeah. right. <laughs> I had forgotten about that too though. Um it anyway, wasn't it wasn't on. even a Titus level ball. No. Um, but moving on down the card here, uh the- theory and Kyler Riley was good. Um I hate Kyler Riley's character. I hate how they're gonna make him into this Ken Shamrock 2.0, um, where he just like snaps and goes off and then He's back over now. They don't know how to book him either. Um, Austin Theory's a dude, okay, and that's always been well known. All yes. right. The fact that he's off to the main roster is also disgusting. Is he? Is that confirmed? Um, he's been working a couple of dark matches. Uh, he actually tagged with Davy uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. Super yeah. excited to watch him lose to Jeff Hardy. Yep. Um. I'm super pumped about Legato Del Fantasma hit row. That's another good thing going on. Let's 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 talk about how Odyssey Jones almost planted Andre Chase right onto the back of his neck. <laughs> it was that it was that tope suicida to the outside, and he was or, or, or no, it was a it was like a springboard cross cross body, and he didn't catch him all the way. So like when he turned, like when he caught him. He turned a little bit, and it, I swear, if he, if if it was like an extra split second, he would have been in a wheelchair. Like it was bad. Um, I do gotta say, I love Odyssey Jones. Uh, still, still a little green, but I like still a little green. I have to say, his ring gear this week just gave me major flashbacks to Mark Henry in the Nation. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, if that was not inspired by that, or if they said something, I missed that. Like. Spot on. That that's yeah. like exactly where this guy could roll too. Yeah. Promo from from Imperium. Love it. Mm. Um, also, I want to springboard between this and AEW about the news we got earlier today. Um, Drake Maverick, LA Knight. The match was just a throwaway, but I like how we're turning this into like a, hey, you're gonna be my servant, so you're gonna do what I tell you, and that's gonna be it. Yeah, because you're a man of your word, <laughs> and he does not drink Maverick out. Um, I thought that was a really good. Um, I thought that was a really good turn. I like uh, how they're twisting little... the story. Yeah, because it's not Virgil. Uh, yeah. DiBiase, and I was kind of worried about that. Yeah. Um, the okay. women's match, I had no care, and I'm going to be honest with with you. Uh, we all know what this is building up to, and I've said it on this show before. So when it when it happens in a few weeks here, when Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai blow up like Diesel and HBK, like I've been saying for weeks and months now since she's won the title, 
you can come back and tell me, oh, all, almighty Ryan Alvarez, God, God like Cod Sinclair, you were right again. Um, I think the big thing with this is that it looked like Zia Lee got hurt at the end, so I hope she's okay. Um, don't know if that's a worker. I she's, she's good. Says it's only a bruised rib. She's good to go. Cool. And then already talked about the carrying cross bullshit. Um, obviously, we know where this is going. Um, but I do have to is. add. His like walking away after choking out Regal and that like lightning hit just right at the right time. Like that was, was apparently that wasn't planned. That just happened perfectly. That wasn't <laughs> nothing. They can't plan that. Like I don't like understand where people don't like carrying cross. I get it if you think like he's a throwback wrestler and his in ring work isn't for you and whatever. But like man, if you give him all of the tools that he comes with, just like a friggin' action figure, you just get all mm-hmm. these things in the pack. You keep them together, mm-hmm. it's worth all the money in the world. Yeah. He's, he's the most believable badass in the company. Just, yeah. Just keep booking him like it. No. Too but easy. Apparently not. All right. Talk about Wednesday. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take over. Yeah. 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 Um, so SummerSlam is on Sunday – or sorry, it's on Saturday, August 21st this, this year. Um which might leave you questioning when is TakeOver going to happen? The day after, so you can watch the Better Wrestling Show on Sunday, August 22nd, with a match like Ilya Dragunov versus Walter Round 2 for the United Kingdom Championship. This was announced today on NXT UK's weekly show. Get on it. There's a pretty good tag match on there today as well. Um, But it got pushed back because Walter had a hand injury and now I guess they're going to push it back even more just to make sure. Um, so that'll be August 22nd. Um, I, I'll save it for the prediction show, but yeah, very, very excited that that's going to be match of the night. I don't, I don't care what else is on there. This has got to be match of the night. Also shout out to Teoman cutting a great vignette uh, for NXT UK. <laughs> Teoman. Look, Look. Oh, man. <laughs> Look. Nobody watches NXT UK, and nobody knows how good that brand actually is. And it's kind of upset. Look, like we do. Yeah. That's it. What's up, Pat? That's a Teoman digital monster. Did you evolve too? Look, I'll say this also NXT UK is booking him right in that he's like bringing people. To his family. Look, just watch the vignettes. Watch NXT UK. It's so good. Rampage Brown Joe Coffee 3 is coming up. Yeah. Very <laughs> exciting. It is the best book thing in WWE. It, I, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think so. As far as, and it's as, the furthest as far away as from the main Hardy. roster. Hardy. Yeah. Hardy. As far as Joe Coffee. That's great. You know what was on Wednesday, Matt? AEW is on Wednesday. Party. Party. I can tell you what chant we didn't get at this show. We can read. read You're right. Matt Hardy was not at this show. Thank God. I think he was taking care of his new new baby girl. Congratulations to Matt and his wife, Rebby, for their baby girl, Evie. Yes, it is named after the Pokemon. They're, They're only a few away from having their own volleyball team. I would say, I mean, it's the three boys and Evie now. Yeah, they only need two more and they can start a volleyball team. So, AEW. AEW. This is why I love this sport. Uh, Show opens up. Y2J defeats Sean Spears uh, in his first trial of Jericho's. Um. And we get the announcement of what his second one is. Ryan, you want, or actually, I'll say Ryan, Pat, which one do you guys want this more? Uh, Pat does. Uh, you know, never mind, I'll take you it. You set the table and I'll finish it. Okay, fine. Will we see you during that time period or just keeping it, uh, keeping it blank? I- I'm having uh, some technical difficulties up here in the kitchen. So uh, <laughs> you, I can, I can, be, a pizza. I, I can be heard, but I cannot be seen. 
Um, so next week it is a next week it's a no rules match, so no disqualification. Uh, nobody can come out during the match to support Jericho, which is which is very heelish of MJF, considering Sammy Guevara just came out to equal the playing field um, as far as having Tully at ringside. Um, so next week in Jericho's second labor, it will be Chris Jericho in a no rules match against. Oh, Nick Gage. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you set me up for that. You told me. Well, I meant that I was going to give ramifications. Nick effing Gage. Yeah. Also, we find out later MDK. in the show that it's just not going to be Chris Jericho. It's going to be the pain maker. I got the face paint, hat, spiky jacket, the so, nine yards. I've, so, I've got a, I have got an eggplant for this match already. So not only am I super stoked for this match, because look, Gage is not going to waste his time on a match like this unless he's, he's bringing a little something, something. And you know he's also coming with probably the severed head of Matt Cardona. Uh, so it's still be wrestling this weekend. Or think he's gonna beat Matt Cardona. That's I first I, you know, door, I, guys. I, I don't actually, but I was gonna bring that up. I don't know if we're gonna do predictions for these big shows for AEW since they're like mini pay per views. So, I'm talking about PBR, their prediction by Ryan. So yeah, here, here's I, the thing: you had to listen to MJ. You had to listen to MJF's words very carefully. He very specifically mentioned that no one from the inner circle could get involved. He never said Matt Cardona couldn't get involved. Forbidden door. Forbidden door. Um, but no, no, somebody get a clicker going. How many times you say that in this episode? So not, not only am I super stoked for this match because when Gage came out with a freaking pizza cutter, you know it's going to get brutal. God bless. But for I don't know if I'm the only one who just assumed that like ah oh, he's got all these trials, we got all these numbers of the pinnacle. He's just going to have to do all these pinnacle numbers. Me too. I thought though. I, I, well, I think everybody did. I think everyone just kind of assumed that, right? So here's the thing. If Nick Gage is door number two, what other wacky, crazy matches are we going to see? Here are just a few thoughts on that. At some point, spoiler alert, because I know we're talking about it at the end of the night, Brian Danielson's probably going to be in AEW. Are we going to see a Brian Danielson-Chris Jericho submission match, maybe? That would mean that Jericho would have to win that. Yeah. Does it? Or um, I, I, think, well, he, I, I mean, think he has to. Jericho's going to have to get through these, right? Well, that, well my, my understanding is that he has to um, he's he's going to win all of them, yes. Yeah, he has to win the five labors to get his match so, with MJF. So, who knows? Maybe by then CM Punk comes to screw Brian Danielson. Because who knows why? Forbidden Door, that's why. Forbidden Door! So, when speaking about the Forbidden Door... Well, let, let's get through the rest of the results before we go on. No, 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 I'm just saying, like, the the infinite amount of matches now that Chris Jericho is going to have over the next couple of weeks, like the possibilities are 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 limitless. Because I don't think you can go from like an ODQ match with Nick Gage to like, all right, now you wrestle Wordlow in a regular wrestling match next week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you can't come down from that. Like, they got to build, right? Every week, uh, you think? How open do we think this forbidden door is? How open? Um, oh, how it's, open? By the end of the night, it's super open. How open is it? How open? Uh, As in, how uh, would you feel about, I think that, I think we're about to see a new company be a part of the forbidden door. Oh. Um, if you're That's implying that them boys are going to wrestle Chris Jericho in a handicap match, I'm all in. 
Pig belly. Exactly where I was going. It was between that or a 45-minute Iron Man match with Jonathan Gresham. Gresham would be a great uh, submission match candidate also. Um, all right. So Forbidden let's roll through. So, that's, that's just the opening of the show. We already broke off of the original thing. Let me roll through these results here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll pause for this main event reaction you're going to get. Uh, Luke, sorry, Doc Gallows defeats Kazarian. Uh, kind of quick, I thought. And then Kenny Omega cuts a promo, gets interrupted by the uh, Dark Order. Darby mm-hmm. Allen defeated Wheeler Yuta in a match that's more well known for Orange Cassidy and Sting doing shenanigans on the outside, which was hilarious. I don't care what everyone says. I don't like that stick, but the, the oh hated it. The the sting the sting chest bump was funny. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was, me. That yeah. Funny. The rest of it can just kick rocks. Yeah. Um, Britt Baker DMD retains her women's title against Nyla Rose in a pretty fantastic match. Quick, quick question: Is Britt Baker the most over woman in professional wrestling? I think yeah. she is. I, I think, think she yes. is. But I, I would like to see Impact have a bigger crowd before I could give a full 100%. Oh, answer. I don't think Deanna would come close. I think, well, well maybe. Because, As, a, because Impact doesn't have the following. Even if they're in a sold-out arena for Impact, I don't think she has the kind of pop. I don't think there let – me, let me put it like this. I don't think that there are too many women that would come close at this moment. But I, I think I that if there are people in the at least the discussion – I think that Deanna would have to be up there. I think that um, I think that would she, be about it. I think it. she's like women's wrestling best kept secret. All right, let's let's keep rolling here through our results here because we're gonna we're gonna yeah. lose time and I do. We have a press conference for Pride and Powerful versus FTR. Uh, Andrade came to the ring and cut a promo uh, introducing his new executive director, uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. Who got maybe the biggest pop of his life? Good, good to see Chavito. Didn't, and they call it triangle, shot? huh? Didn't he get shot? He was killed. On, uh... I thought that was. Uh... No, I'm pretty sure he was shot and killed. On uh, in kayfabe in. Uh... Looking it up, can I carry on? That's fine. That's fine. Let me keep rolling here. Uh yep. defeated the blade. Um, and main event time, Pat, I think you've maybe wanted to say this the most, so I'm going to give it to you. Everybody dies. <laughs> Lance Archer, baby. Your new IWGP North American champion. Uh, fun fact. U.S. champion? This is, oh, U.S. This champion. Is the, North American, my bad. This I is just the first time, This is the first time since 2013 that a New Japan championship has changed hands outside of a New Japan ring. Forbidden Forbidden Hey, what are the odds that changes two weeks in a row? Very, very little. I hope you're right, but I have a feeling we we might see some gorillas next week. Ain't nobody mm. really in the gorillas, but I think they might be a little busy. Mm. Right here. Right here. Take it. Circling back to the Chavo Guerrero, um, it was the Lucha Deathmatch in Talking Chavo Media 2. Um, Team Chico El Luchador defeated Team Chavo Guerrero when Chavo dies. Oh, I thought Chico got shot for some reason. Maybe um, it was just wishful thinking. Oh, I don't know. Look, Chavito heat, baby. Yeah. Um, uh, also, we might see my new best friend, Roosh, soon. If, if, uh, <laughs> we... <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna come to that real quick though. I gotta talk about this press conference with Pride and Powerful. <laughs> I I really have talked about this because oh my god, this sold me on this match. I really wish they gave it. I think a little bit more time. Um, I think maybe they did a little too much editing with it because uh, I really think Santana's uh, whole thing of this is the picture of my mom right after she had me at fifteen. This is the uh, so. Don't even talk about this. If you're watching, go watch the full press conference. Just do yourself a favor and just go watch the whole press conference. 
it, it's fantastic. Pat said it best while we were watching this show. This match is going to tear the house down. It might, if they give it the time and, and if commercials don't ruin this, this might be the best televised match of the year. Not in terms of pay-per-view, but like actually on tele- television. I, I would say it has that potential. Maybe that's overhyping it, but these two teams can go. Mm-hmm. All right. So this Andrade promo, he brings out uh, Chavito, uh, mm-hmm. and he calls back out Death Triangle. Death Triangle answers, uh, and Andrade asks Penta, Ray, why are you working for Pack? I don't understand this. You're working for some white guy. <laughs> uh, I thought the best part about all this was, though, they were all speaking in Spanish, uh, and Chavito goes, wait, 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 wait. This isn't a dig. Everyone else here speaks two languages, but Pac, let me tell you what's going on. I thought it was just so subtle. I really think we're getting Los Ingobernables. And this screams, uh, like, look, if Penta and Ray aren't in and they turn on Pac, I kind of have that vibe, but I I don't know if I want that. I hope this is Roosh and Dragon Lee. You, you have two of the founding members right there. And also, if we have Roosh and Dragon lead, can we also get Kenny King in AEW? A-I-N-G. King! King! And just have him beat up some people in AEW as well. Look, I'm getting greedy. Forbidden Door has made me greedy. I understand this. I'm, I haven't even watched Impact yet. I already know Jay White doing crazy things from New Japan on Impact Wrestling right now, maybe yep. as we speak. Um, but we already got the hint of a triple A AEW uh, impact. Oh, God, I'm missing one. NWA Super Show. Add Ring of Honor, and you have the best of the independents. New Japan, also. New Japan. New Japan. Triple A. Impact AEW and NWA kind of. If you add Ring of Honor into this mix and we have all of the six major companies today working together, I have no words. I have no words for what could happen. I'm hoping that, I mean, they said Tony Khan's going to make a major announcement on a live event next week. I'm hoping that that is a super show. God damn it. If it's a super show and the forbidden door becomes the open garage and we get all of these companies working together and and we see like like here's the thing like I don't I don't want to see Kenny wrestle anybody from New Japan, give me like I don't know, Kenny versus Dalton Castle. Give, Look, that would be maybe the most entertaining match. Give 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 me Vinny and 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 his crew versus you know, I I don't know. Give me Vinny and his crew versus who who you want? You got one, Ryan. No, I was saying we should save this for a creative control episode. That's a great idea. Great idea. What I can pay for it. Let me let me just tantalize you just a little bit here, because I I maybe have one more better than your Kenny uh, Dalton Castle match, which I do admit. Uh, I, I, yeah, it doesn't got to be Dalton, uh, but someone from you know like our. You and I are seeing the same thing. Someone we haven't seen um, before. No, no, but hear me out. Kenny Omega, Jonathan Gresham. Sure. Two of the best wrestlers in the world today. Um, all right. Well, let's, This is a good time to, tra- to transition. Well, I, I, I do want to take two minutes. Orange Cassidy versus The Blade took too long. That's my one biggest gripe of this whole show. Don't oh, 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 no, no, no. No, don't, no, no. I'm going to top you right there. Don't have the blade come out and hit him with brass nuts and not yep. win the match. 
that was that well, pissed me off. Or have somebody else like sub in to sell it a little better. Yeah, See, it would maybe it make might, Wheeler Yuta go twice in one night. If we're really pushing Wheeler Yuta to do that. something, and then Wheeler Yuta, and then you know maybe a Ring of Honor guy. Uh, yeah, but yeah, and then you know have him win over the blade so he gets some some love instead of just losing all these matches. Um, I. I know you were burning through a little bit. I don't want to see Doc Gallows in another sing singles match. Oh God, it was not good. I, it was still better than than Blade and and Orange Cassidy. I did feel like this was a waste of the whole Elite Hunter bit that we've been pushing here. We just kind of got yeah. rid of no, because it's telling a story about how he's not going to be able to do it alone. That's that's why a match. I can see that. Okay. Um. I am one of the ones that didn't like the Orange Cassidy sting bit. Call me what you want. I I like I like comedy wrestling. This is just a waste of time. I want to see wrestling, and I want to see Wheeler Yuta be successful. And we do not need to see Wheeler Wheeler Yuta lose to Darby Allen. Well, look, look. I like Wheeler Yuta. I do. If Darby Allen is beating everyone else that he's beaten, Wheeler Yuta needs to get beat by Darby Allen. Maybe Darby Allen should take a week off. Get yeah. off of our television. I am suffering some exhaustion from Darby Allen. And I'm I there. don't and I don't even it's like being it's, it's like being it's, waterboarded. It's bad. He, um, he's part of Cody Island to me. Like Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes are booked completely different than everything else at AEW. And at least Cody looks like he's gonna do the do the work and and put over Malachi Black. Uh but man, Cody has booked himself so powerful and then Darby's been booked so damn powerful. Uh I don't like it. Um uh, did you guys talk? Uh, I was I was attending to a personal matter while you guys were talking about the main event. Did you guys talk about Higuleo? Uh, no, I hadn't said anything on that. That's why I said I do well, want to cover the main event before uh, we. I did mention would Lance Archer drop the belt after one week, and that's obviously. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I did not realize Higuleo was that huge. Yes. That's a big yoked. Alrighty. Um, um look, this can distract me. I have to mention it right now. Jay White just cut a pretty killer promo on it, Pack. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really good. And then um and then there's a uh, big problem that saved the day. <laughs> um Chris Pack. Did you say a bay problem? That's a big problem. Yeah. All right. Um, so. so so the biggest news out of Impact, and we were just talking about uh, Brazo being maybe the best kept secret, is they just did a thing tonight where Gail Kim came out and convinced Deanna Perrazzo to be a part of Empower. Oh, you mean the the NWA show? Yes. Yeah, yeah I think that's happening right now, right? Uh, Gail, yeah, Gail Kim. Uh, I guess showed up tonight to to press it. She's been around. Um. So that's waiting. That's, that's no, going high road. No, but I I will tell you while we're on this impact train. Um. Josh Alexander was cutting a promo in the back and who else interrupts him and I'm going to lose my mind if this happens uh, the Impact World Champion that'd be Mr. Kenny Omega um, so I am very interested to see if we finally get that. How close are we to Destination X and Option C? In years prior it's been towards the end of the year I'm about to say, but I know that some years it's been in July Rough top of my head, I don't know. Could be a way to get the belt off of Josh Alexander as well without having him lose. 
<sighs> right. We'll make him look real strong. All right, we need to address some recent rumors here because uh, I know, Ryan, I know, I know you, you don't like this because it, it comes up pretty frequently, but uh, it, it's typically always some kind of fantasy booking and wishful thinking, but it seems to be there's some kind of significant footwork with it right now as reported by Fightful Select. Uh, this stuff was slowly creeping out all week, but um, A, it sounds like CM Punk is uh, very interested in working with AEW, but interested in returning to wrestling. And uh, one report is saying that it's essentially a done deal. Now, all of this is just words. Till he is there, it's just words. Um, I think this is maybe the closest we've been to seeing CM Punk return to action since uh, the conversation when AEW first started and they were talking about how uh, the Young Bucks texted him and Cody texted him. In my opinion, that was the last time he was close to an in-ring return. I'm yeah. Um, point at the, uh, the Fox show, but I, I... Yeah, and I'm going to cut this off at the knees, too. I know that Marty was trying to get him to come back to Ring of Honor uh, before the pandemic happened, but that didn't get any steam either. Well, I don't think Ring of Honor has the money for CM Punk, if I'm being real. Well, I, if you're going to take CM Punk at his friggin' garbage word, it's going to be that he's not going to come back for any particular amount of money, you know. So if that if that's the thing. I, I thought then, he said it was a very large amount of money or a very good story. It was one or the other. Or, or. Yeah, it was one of the. I think, and I don't know. Ring of Honor is constantly telling great stories, so maybe something else is up there. But I, I don't care, and I'm gonna be in the minority, and I'm and I'm gonna go on on this for the 30 seconds that I have. Okay, it's been since CM Punk left professional wrestling to go pretend to be a UFC fighter. Okay, it, it he has been teasing a return every single year since he left wwe okay i don't care anymore if he shows up good for the people that care like what like like what you like okay if he if he shows up i will i will probably pop and that and that's and that's and that's normal when he was an active professional wrestler he was one of the best in the world to do it that was seven to eight years ago things have changed i don't care anymore i want to see the up-and-coming guys this is this is like John Cena coming back to WWE in my eyes. I understand I'm on an island on this one, but that's okay. Um, I I, you know, I do have one is. rebuttal though. I do have just one. You you, I don't think, you can. No, 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 it's not necessarily like for or against. I will just say I don't think he has been teasing the return. I just think fans make it like twist anything he says to be. Oh, he's back. He's coming. You know. I don't I think, think that's him. I think that's the fan base. I think there's at least one report a year that co that comes out. Well, yeah, but I don't think that's especially it. in the last few, especially in the last few years. But now we have things um, that are coming out that are saying like, "Oh, it's a quote unquote done deal." Still don't care until until I see it because it's one of those things where it's the boy who cried wolf, and then it eventually happens. Oh, okay. Like cool. People Great. loved punk. Because he was the anti-establishment guy when the height of not liking Cena and not liking Reigns was going on. And uh, it was pre-Reigns. Uh, pre-Reigns, whatever. All the WWE's horrible booking kind of. Just be ready for when Cody beats CM Punk. I hope he does. That'll be the one thing about Cody Island I'll be happy about. You guys yep. are assuming Cody's going to be the one who gets the CM Punk match. So, so here's the thing. Why what, Why? So, why so, wouldn't he? So here's the thing. Because Kenny Omega exists. So, so, here's, so here's the thing. The reason CM Punk's coming back now is because wow. CM Punk is a narcissist. And he is no longer considered one of the best wrestlers in the world because he's been gone for so long. And, frank, and frankly, he's not. He's not as good as a lot of these guys in AEW and Ring of Honor and Impact. He's, he's really not on the level of a lot of these dudes. 
He's not better than Danielson. Danielson's a bigger get for them as far as actual in-ring ability goes. CM Punk's going to move the dials. If that the, mm-hmm. the biggest reason you go get CM Punk is because the the sheep in the WWE fan base will finally go. Oh, I gotta I gotta go watch AEW. I mean, I would are, almost there are still like genuine people out there that exist that watch that WWE product and are like, that's the best wrestling product in the world. AEW's trash. Uh, they can't, all they do is hire guys that suck in WWE. I'm going to be real with you. Guys like Miro. Guys oh, like, we didn't even talk about that. Guys like Malachi Black. Guys like Kenny, the Bucks, uh, Top Flight. There are so many dudes out there. Top Flight out there early. Yeah, well, they're young and up and coming, but people forget already that, like, you go back and watch that match against the Young Bucks. You tell me I'm wrong. Uh, But you look at Jungle Boy. You look at MJF. You know, like, even Darby. Like, Sammy. I'm I'm oversaturated on that dude like crazy, but he can go, and, and he he is willing to be thrown down stairs, thrown off of you know levels of the stadium, whatever. He doesn't care, which you gotta appreciate to an extent. Yeah, um, Ricky Sharks. Never, never. <laughs> the point is. Never. Ricky Sharks. CM Punk is a narcissist. And he didn't want to come and get in on the ground floor at AEW because he thought he was too good for it. Uh-huh. And, and now his ass is running AEW because he knows his whole legacy is being left in the in, in the past. Where he's he's being thought, you know, overthought of. That's why that guy quit WWE despite it. <laughs> Coming off a 500 plus day reign as a world champion, I mean that that guy is a, a douchebag. And don't get me wrong, I'm gonna be I'm I'm with Ryan on this overall. Like I will be happy for AEW to land him because it's good uh-huh. it's good for business. It'll be a big wrestling moment. Yes, it will be good for business. But I'm not gonna mark out for cult of personality like I marked out when Edge came back in the Royal Rumble. And that was a WWE moment. Uh-huh. So well, I, I, uh-huh. like I said, I'm 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 happy. I'll be happy for it if it happens because I want to see AEW succeed. Uh-huh. And seeing those million plus in the ratings every every Wednesday is sick. One point one million this week. Yeah. <sighs> Um, actually, they did- 1.15, I think. Correct. Um, and and growing in that 18 to 49 demo. Um, but also, they did so well that uh, Warner Media just sent out an email touting the viewer success of Dynamite. Um, talking about it. It was the number one cable program on Wednesdays in the 18 to 49 demo. Second week in a row. Also, like, can we talk about how, you know, two weeks ago it was up against one of the NBA final games? Yeah, it was the one from last week. Yes, I'm saying. Like, not not yesterday, but the week before was up against an NBA final game. Uh-huh. Um, so, it's let me fun. transition this. Because we're we're running out of time, and we got one other person to talk about. Can can I touch on one little thing real quick? Quickly, because because Ryan brought it up. The best one of the best things of Dynamite was that Mirror promo. So good. The Redeemer, the Redeemer is the might be the best thing in AEW right now. He's really good. He's so good. Uh. Vince McMahon, you're so fucking stupid. You had all this talent. Go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. We're gonna need to do so much editing for this one to go to YouTube. <laughs> Listen, this is this is what you get when you when you bring the when you when you when you bring the truth on. <laughs> the the truth, Pat Lily. Am I wrong? Yep. Am I wrong? So L truth. 
so let's talk about maybe some details that were leaked on Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, American Dragon being signed to AEW. Um, you know, this has been rumored also since he's, his contract has expired. Um, but this has also gained a lot of heat. Someone said the contract has been leaked. He's set to debut in New York uh, for the New York show. Supposedly. Um, apparently, this was followed up by uh, checking out Dada Be Creative, and apparently he hasn't been mentioned in months. Um, apparently, the big thing is whoever had the better deal with New Japan was going to get Daniel Bryan. Apparently, that's AEW. Um, I got to tell y'all. Uh, look, CM Punk also hinted that he might be in Charlotte next week. I, I am. I think that's more of a troll job than anything. Mm-hmm. But seeing seeing the rumor of Daniel Bryan and that it, it leaked that he's going to be at uh, the New York show is is more interesting to me. I think this seems a little bit more solid. Uh, I don't know, more legitimate rumor to me. If I'll say this: if Danielson is AEW. I almost guarantee you he will debut on a different night than that week's night. You think? Yeah. AEW does all they can to avoid the dirt sheet. To the point where it wouldn't shock me if they purposely floated that out there. Uh, all right, let's quickly go over what's happening next week uh, in Dynamite, and then we got to get the heck out of here. Painmaker Chris Jericho versus Nick Gage for the fifth, uh, second labor of Jericho. It's an ODK match. The celebration of FTW champion Ricky Starks. I was waiting for a pop and ride on that one. The FTR. Ricky Sharks. FTR with Tully Blanchard versus Santana and Ortiz with Conan. Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus versus Private Party and then Helico. QT, Marshall, and the Factory are going to apologize to Tony Schiavone. I think uh, that's being worded, though. He said an apology was in order. He didn't say he was one apologizing. Tony Khan's apparently going to make a big, major, new live event announcement next week. And the Elite, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, and the Good Brothers are going to face Hangman Page in the Dark Order of Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds. And if Page and the Dark Order win, they receive their title matches. And the U.S. title match. And Lance Archer versus Hikulea, Hikulea, uh, for the IWGP US Championship. Also, in two weeks, AEW Dynamite returns to Jacksonville, and it will be Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black. <sighs> so, Nero will be defending his title on that show. Um, it wasn't announced, I think, when I when I got the picture, but I do think that is happening. It, it wasn't announced who's wrestling yet, but he said in that promo he would be defending his title at homecoming. Excellent. Excellent. Uh-huh. AEW's loaded. Uh-huh. We're going to see what happens with the ratings next week. Honestly, I'm very curious on that one. Um, NXT's 709, I think, is real reflective of uh, Monday Night Raw. Monday party, party, party. What was that, Pat? Were you chanting for the plug? Ryan, you got to give the fans what they want. It's time for the plug. Oh, if my name was Hardy, I'll do it. Um, first of all, to wrap up the week in professional wrestling, go watch yourself from Ring of Honor. Shane Taylor Promotions is one of the best stables in America right now. If you're not watching it, then you are already behind. Go to the description part of this video. You find all of our social media links, including a link to our very good friend, Tantalizing Tony. Uh, he creates huge YouTube content. He is incredible. Also, on to um, Next Gen on Civil War Six. Already confirmed, Eric Bischoff, Josh Alexander, Myron Reed, Davey Richards, Billy Starks, Sean Hoodrich, the Natty Daddy, Bradley Prescott IV, Levi Everett, Calvin Tankman, Shane Andrews, Mance Warner, Jeff's favorite, Shug D, and just announced the last two days, Trey Miguel, and then today, Moose. 
So, guys, this show is getting loaded already. You want to make sure you get your tickets in advance. General admission is $20, VIP early admission. Um, it gets you in the door with an exclusive opportunity for the best seating and the meet and greet. That one is $25. This takes place Sunday, August 29th, 2021. Uh, that will be in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're going back. It's your boys from PWO going to give Next Gen some more love. Um, you know, in the words of the great Eric, Eric Bischoff, I'm back. And I don't want to sing it because we're not getting copywritten. Um, so, if you like us going on these excellent adventures, you want to see us go on more. Um, if you're watching, the link is below on the screen. If you are listening, it's kobe.com slash pwo123. It's as easy as 123. And for the price of just a cup of coffee a day, you can support our excellent adventures in PWO. Guys, that, that's all there is to it. Uh, God, we're going to need to go back and watch Impact because Lord knows we missed a lot of great things that happened tonight. Um, you're going to want to keep your eyes on Impact as well these next coming weeks. Forbidden Door! Forbidden, Forbidden door. door! But with that, I must bid you all adieu. <laughs> Eric, I apologize. We're a little over. Uh, guys, have yourself a safe weekend. Stay safe. There's a lot of really great wrestling happening this weekend, like the Battle Riot 3 and GCW. A bunch of really great shows happening. Battle Riot's free on YouTube, I believe, at 10 p.m. on Saturday. I'll watch it Sunday. I, I might stay up and watch it Saturday because I don't do anything else with my life. So, yeah, screw, screw with me. that, I must bid you all adieu. Mwah! Goodbye. Good night. Bang. Stay safe.